Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Now in this episode, I'm going to go into sticking to your boundaries. Creating boundaries can be challenging and even more so when you have people who push them. The boundary you create is your choice and it's your choice whether to stand behind or let it be pushed. And even if you let it be pushed, it's your choice. Once again, as I mentioned in the last episode, you're not responsible for other people's reaction to your boundary. Boundaries are put in place to keep you safe, comfortable, respected, and valued. Different types of boundary pushers. There's an article on Common Humanity by Dana Belletier where she lists six different types. Number one, the crowd pleaser. These are people that are always worried about what everybody else will think. So they push your boundary and blame it on someone else. For instance, if your boundary is that you're going to go to this party, but you want to be home by 10, this boundary pusher will push by saying things like, what will everybody else think you're going to leave early? You know, you're having disrespect for the hostess because you're leaving early. That you will disappoint others because you're leaving early. In other words, they're voicing other people's opinions to push your boundary. And really, no one knows what other people will think. Number two is the guilt tripper. The guilt tripper reminds you of how others will judge your every move. The guilt tripper will inevitably tell you what you should do or shouldn't do. For example, your sister keeps asking you for money. Now you've lent her money in the past, but she's not repaid you. And now you've set a boundary. No more money for you. She's now involved others. Now you're getting, well, you should lend your sister the money because we're family. Once again, they're taking upon themselves to tell you what you should be doing. Number three is the placator. Now this is the person that tells you they respect your boundary, but in the end, they forge ahead anyways. They never had the intention of respecting your boundary. For example, this party again, <laughs> that you want to leave at 10, and you set a boundary. You want to leave at 10 with your partner. Partner says yes. So at 10, your partner says Oh, another 15 minutes, which turns into another 15 minutes, which turns into another 15 minutes. And basically you leave whenever they wanted to leave and your boundary was disrespected. Number four, the minimizer. This one always gets me. Stop overreacting. They don't take your boundary serious and they minimize your boundary and you at the same time. They have you rethinking your choices and sometimes they even get you questioning yourself. I went through this type of boundary pusher with my mom's husband. So when I spent time with my mom and her husband, he continuously made rude and sexist comments towards me. So this was something I would not tolerate. No, 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 no. So when I set my boundary, he said, I'm just joking. You're overreacting. No, I will not tolerate this type of behavior. I voiced my boundary to my mom and I told her I won't be belittled by your husband. And he knew exactly what he was doing, and he was doing it to upset me. 
I ended up setting a boundary that I wasn't going to spend time with them and I would only spend time alone with my mom. No alone time with him anymore, my boundary. Number five, the negotiator. This boundary pusher will push the limits until the boundary is basically unrecognizable. For instance, I had an ad on Kijiji and I had something for sale for $100. This person negotiated the price down to 90 No problem. You know, when you're selling something secondhand, for me, my opinion, there's always room to negotiate. Well then, then he sends me an email saying he wants me to deliver it to him. And he lives about an hour, an hour and a half away. It's like, what? I said no. And I didn't give any excuses. I just said no. I couldn't believe his nerve, actually. And then he contacts me and offers me $60 with a long story on how broke he was and blah, 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 excuse after excuse. And for $60, he would come and pick it up. Now, at this point, it was my choice if I wanted to continue this conversation. And you know what? I just ignored him. The next day, he <laughs> sends me another email. He offers me 100 bucks. I decided to reply, it has been sold. You know, talk about a boundary pusher. Now, number six is the bulldozer. This person just refuses to acknowledge that the boundary was even set. They trample all over your boundaries. So bottom line, if you to ask someone to stay out of your office and stay out of your things and you show up and guess what? There they are in your office going through your things. You know, those type of people. Now, who are these people? They can be your family, your friends, your coworkers, your employees, your customers. Bottom line, these boundary pushers are everywhere. Family, sometimes they continue to treat you as a child and ignore your boundaries rather than the adult you are and respect your boundaries. Children, a lot of times they watch others and they see if someone can do this, maybe I can get away with this as well. Teenagers, well, you know, teenagers, they I think they make it a mission to have one toe over the line. Problem is, is that boundaries are invisible. When you create your healthy boundaries, they need to be clear. The more clarity, the better. This way, no one can be confused in what you mean. And how do you approach a boundary pusher? Well, you know what? This is so hard. Every circumstance is different. Every boundary is different. But bottom line, the boundary is yours and you can hold it up, move it, ignore it, or remove it. When we come up against a boundary pusher, a lot of times our initial reactions are to ignore them or to negotiate with them. Now you're getting into a pissing match. And then anger is another one. And then things get heated up and out of control. But whatever you do, do it calmly. Be very clear. Reiterate what your boundary is. If you are in person with someone, you can do that nonverbal gesture of shrugging your shoulders, giving them the look. It's hard to do on the podcast, but it's just giving them that shrug shoulder, eye contact, don't, don't screw with me look. We all done it in the past. When you are reinforcing a boundary, try to do it as quickly as possible. You know, you can walk away to sell your thoughts, to say, I will be right back. It's always better than blowing up or starting a pissing match. And then you say the wrong thing and things don't turn out well. It's good to take the time to create your response. And here's where a little bit of coaching comes in. It's better to respond than to react. Now, when you react, you reply or act in a defensive way, and you don't take the long-term effects into consideration. 
You also might say things that you'll regret in the future. And sometimes we say hurtful things too that we'll regret later. Now to respond, you're replying or acting in a mindful way from a grounded perspective. And if you need some time to create your response, take your time. Now the things I don't recommend to start doing, don't start blaming others. So if someone is pushing your boundary and all of a sudden you say, my partner wouldn't like me doing this or so-and-so wouldn't like me doing this, don't put it on someone else. It's your boundary. So a lot of times when you create a boundary, it's because your values are being pushed. And in the past, I've had uh, issues. I value honesty. And having someone want me to lie for them, first of all, it goes against my values. It makes me feel uncomfortable. You know, I could make up excuses. I don't have the time right now. I don't know that person. I'm heading out the door or whatever, you know, whatever excuse. No excuses. What I've said in the past is I value honesty and I'm uncomfortable lying for you. Therefore, the answer is no. When enforcing a boundary, don't do it in public. If it's at a meeting or in a family gathering, take that person aside to talk to them. Please always do it in private. And please don't humiliate, guilt, shame, or embarrass that person because that's not going to help the situation. If you feel like you let a boundary go and you want to reinstate it or revisit it, it's your boundary. You can always say something like, I thought about whatever happened and I don't like the way things happened and I still feel strong about reiterate your boundary. Boundary pushers don't expect you to reinforce your boundaries, especially if you've never done this before. If the person refuses to respect your boundary, do you really want to continue with this person? For instance, if this person is a client and you have a contract which clearly states your contact times and the method you want to be contacted, this client is constantly calling you on your cell and you were clear that your method of contact is email. You have reiterated what your contact guidelines are, and they're still not respecting this boundary. Your question, is this client worth it? These types of clients tend to be time and energy hoggers, which sometimes can lead you to ignoring or neglecting other clients. High-maintenance clients sometimes are just not worth the effort. And realistically, if they don't respect you, is this a relationship you really want to continue? If you've been clear about your boundary with someone, for instance, in a do not contact me situation, and you know they keep contacting you, you have a few choices as well. You can continue to ignore them. You've made it very clear what your boundary is. They know your boundary and you've reiterated it. If you have to reiterate it again, you're just giving them that attention. Some people are just like that. And if you ever feel unsafe, please seek help immediately. This type of behavior can lead to a dangerous situation and needs to be approached with caution. Silence and ignoring can also be a boundary. I get some crazy emails. People do send crap to see if they can get a rise out of me. I just giggle at their ideas or opinions and click delete. My boundary is not to engage. And in this day and age, you can block them on your phone, social media, etc. And it's my choice to ignore them. Bottom line, if someone is refusing to respect your boundaries, it is telling you something about how they see you. People don't treat each other with disrespect, especially if you've been clear on your boundaries. Family or relationships that mean something to you, possibly therapy or counseling might help in creating and upholding your boundaries. In my past, I've had some bad family dynamics. Even organizing Christmas always turned argumentative. 
which was horrible. I ended up bringing in a mediator to help us respect each other's boundaries and put a system in place when things needed to be done. It was an amazing solution. She had us working together in very little time, and we didn't really need her all that long because we learned how to respect each other's boundaries. Boundary pushers, you're not going to change them, but you have control over how you respond. You're not responsible for someone else's reaction to your boundary. You can move your boundary. You can enforce your boundary. It's your boundary, and it's something that you put into place for you to feel safe, comfortable, respected, and valued. Thank you for listening. Stay healthy. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress Podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.